Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. Thank you for joining me. Um, today is Sunday. Um, I hope, well I, well, I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you and yours. Um, I hope you've had a, a good start to the year. I know that's really an odd thing to say because, well, I do hope that you've had a good start to the year, regardless of how the world is generally and if you have not as i do know that a number of people have not had a good start to the year i just pray that the lord will intervene into your situation our situations individually and he will help us find peace and comfort and strength and grace and closure as well as resolution healing in the areas where we need healing strength where we need strength grace and mercy in those areas where that is what is required and that whatever it is that god knows that will make the difference for you and i in the situations and the challenges that we face that may he supplies the word god says the word of god says that god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think and i like that scripture because i have a very very wide imagination so the thought that god can do exceedingly far far more abundantly above all that i could ever ask or think that is really very encouraging so that's my prayer for us all this sunday morning in the name of jesus pray that you know the lord will honor his word in our lives and that we will we will experience his promises his grace and his mercy in this natural life in jesus name amen so uh musings with jesus if you're joining for the first time i just checked my podcast ratings which i tend not to watch most of the time or, or rather my podcast stats but i do because of important things like knowing what countries people are listening in from as well as um things around for instance today i i, I I saw that I've had about 18 unique listeners in the past um, one week. Um, and so, you know, and every week we do have, you know, like dozens of um, unique listeners. So um, that is very encouraging. And um, so I, I always do, you know, have a sort of like welcome because I don't know if probably you're going to be listening to this for the very first time. So this is a daily Christian podcast um, being recorded by yours truly my name is shola and it's about it's just like my own personal bible study i call it musings because it's really musings i reflect on um, my life as a christian and the things that i'm learning and that god is teaching me through his word and i try to make sense of the world because honestly the world right now is very confusing and i use the lens of the scripture the bible to understand what's happening in the world and i rely on the holy spirit of god um, of whom i am baptized with and who is very well my co-host on this program very much my co-host on this program uh, to just help me through and talk through things the things that um i i ponder about and it's quite interesting for me because many times and i've said this on previous uh, musings many times i am actually learning you know at the same time as i'm recording the wisdom of god the wisdom of god is coming through and i'm learning afresh there are many things that have come through on these musings that have been life-changing for me in terms of throwing light on answering questions that i have had for a very long time and i've been seeking answers to and i never had those answers 
and sometimes even just throwing light on things and sometimes when i'm actually musing you can actually tell the point at which i have that aha moment and it's a spiritual aha it's not an idea like an einstein aha at all it's purely by divine inspiration so this is not me teaching it's not a teaching podcast neither is it a ministration podcast of any kind it is called musings with jesus because that is what is that is what it is we're going through a spiritual musing process and in the process of reflecting of meditation and pondering god reveals his truths by his spirit in jesus name so i pray that today as you and i have this period of fellowship with the lord as well that he will do that to you as well and that he'll speak to your heart to your moments to your spirit and that whatever it is that led you to tune into this podcast today that god himself will ensure that that purpose is fulfilled in your heart and that by the time you've gone through this musing you will have had a life-changing experience with the most high god and with his son jesus christ the power of god will come upon you and yours and cause you to have a release in all that is from all that has been holding you from all that has been inhibiting you from all that has been hindering you from all that may have been plaguing and disturbing and challenging the purpose of god in your life god will bring you to a place of release in the name of jesus and you will begin to walk in that which he has ordained for you now in this time also his praise and his eternal glory and you will find peace you will find peace and rest in him now and forevermore in jesus name amen and amen and amen so thank you holy spirit for that inspirational prayer so today we're going to be musing on something that i've called god is no respecter of persons and i typically don't like to do long musings on sundays because i believe that a number of my listeners would probably be listening going to church or something other than that and this is not intended to replace that in any way shape or form but it's actually because i mean this is just an opportunity for those who would always want to have a daily devotional regardless anyways or whoever that god may bring you know walking past our door this morning so if you're walking past and you stumbled on us welcome on board uh, and i do hope that you'll have a wonderful time as we share this time Um, together so god is no respecter of persons and there is a headline scripture that talks about this and i'll muse a little bit on that and i will just um talk a bit about why i think um this is important for me to remind myself of at this time and i think what god is trying to say to me too at this time with um in, in terms of this and and what i like about scripture is that you know it's it's it never gets old you know it's these these are these are eternal this is the eternal word of god it's it's never you you read it and every time it it, it feels new you know it's 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 it, it just feels new so for me and it, even though it's a familiar verse it never ever gets old it's like psalm 23 you know the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures i have recited that psalm ever since i was a child so at least for over 40 years i've known it off head for as long as i can remember but recently while reciting it you know i my heart caught upon the part that says he leads me beside the still waters it just dawned on me i mean it was like the imagery of it just spoke to my soul beside the still waters because i realized that for all the turmoil that was inside of me for a great part of 2020 this was what i craved i craved that the lord would lead me because still waters i, I for the first time i realized that that still waters he was referring to turmoil of the soul so what he was saying was that 
he will restore and that's why he says he leadeth me beside the still waters he will restore my soul he was talking about the condition of the soul of the heart that was being ravaged in fact entire psalm 23 was about somebody going through things going through it's it's not so much a promise you know it's it's not so much there's an element of promise in it but there's an element of that's why i saying though i walk it does not say though i will walk no though i walk this is for somebody psalm 23 is for anyone passing through i had never seen it that way before and that's the beauty of the word of god which is why we must never ever get tired of fellowshipping with his word of interrogating with his word of interacting with his word and just musing like we're doing you know just having fun we should never ever get tired because the word is just like a book club really how you you know your favorite book you get people to and you just talk about the book and you just have fun with the words and the things and you know and it does it never gets old that's exactly how the bible is but then beyond the power of normal natural books that give us natural happiness the word of god is alive and it's powerful and it gives us spiritual joy spiritual love spiritual peace and delivers our soul from darkness it gives us you know the kind of freedom and liberty through christ and in the spirit realm that only the power of god can give it can never be old so let's talk about god and the fact that he is no respecter of persons stay tuned let's take a short break we'll be back shortly thank you so you know um one of my most favorite things about god is really what i'm going to what this today's music is about i like him because for this reason because he he's no respecter of persons he gives no chill and for someone like me i i I think to a very large extent I'm like that as well and I, I think I take that from God you know there's some things whereby you know how you know when, when you say well oh, I'm my father's daughter in this way or I'm my mother's child in this way in this particular sense I am really my father's my heavenly father's daughter because I really I have no time for that you know because it, treating people differently because of what they have or what they I'm, as in, I'm not there I don't I don't care I really don't care what I want to know is what is the value of your character and I have had some relationships that I have cut off brutally for reasons like this. And it's because I'm like my, uh, my father. Because I... And it's not that I'm judgmental. No, because most of the time, actually, I am not even someone... I'm not... And, you know... And let me put a caveat here. Let me not compare myself to God. So let me talk about... I'll talk about God later. But let me talk about myself first. And then I'll... So the way I see this is... There are certain values that I hold dear in my life that the christian values you know about you know who god is what christ is then there are fundamental life values which are also linked to god as well which is about honesty integrity and respect for people and i'm quoting one of my corporate things but i mean i like people who are transparent and i like people who are authentic i can't stand deceit or, or subterfuge of any kind i have no respect for people who are two-faced who behave in a particular way and you know as something else and i have no respect for people who expect to be treated differently and have no respect for others you know what i'm saying you know those kind of people who really think of themselves higher and i'm like 
you know i i just don't have that i really don't i i don't have it at all i don't care who you are and what you have that expectation to be treated differently there's a problem there you know so you can be all that but they don't expect that all of us will see you as that all that that you think you are so the expectation to be treated i have the problem with it because you can be arrogant for yourself but don't expect me to agree with you in your arrogance you, you, know, you know what i'm saying so there's, there's, there's just a major problem with that picture but let's talk about god because this is about him let me not make it about myself so let's read acts 10 verse 34 to 35 where it says then peter opened his mouth and this was peter what had happened here was that cornelius the centurion had been looking for him a roman centurion and he'd gone come looking for him and i think let me back up and start reading from verse 22 and you know they sent for peter and then peter was like okay yeah yeah i'm here what what, what are all you guys looking for me for and then they responded to him and they said to him cornelius the centurion a just man and one that fears god and of good report among all the nation of the jews was warned from god by an holy angel to send for you into his house and to hear words of it so this man had been he was he was a roman soldier but for some reason he loved the jews and he accepted their god and and you know this this is the thing about people with a pure heart you would see it this happens everywhere in the world i mean i've, I've been to several parts of the world where i've lived in well I have, i've lived in other parts of the world where you just meet people that are just decent and kind you know i have lived outside my home country so i do know that even in societies that are not necessarily friendly to people from of a certain race or people who are different from them even in those very unfriendly societies you will still find decent men and women who will look beyond the prejudices that were in their society the prejudices that perhaps they were even taught or you know as children and just deal with you as a human being and you will find a commonality of friendship based on values we believe fundamentally we, we believe in the same things we believe in in right and wrong we believe in we believe in respect we are honest people we are, we are making a decent living and that is enough you know there will always be people like that so cornelius was this kind of person who despite the fact that in the hierarchy of rome in social hierarchy of rome he was a very prominent man for you to be a centurion means you're a leader of um centurion um, 100 a bunch of bands of soldiers so you're a prominent man in the army it's like you know how it is everywhere in the world generals or lieutenants or major you know people who have positions of authority in the military are generally people of a certain ilk so he was known as a centurion because he was leading bands of roman soldiers who we all know were very very elegant military people and of course rome had conquered the whole world as of that time so these were really like world leaders in their own right but they say he was a just man the bible records he was just so even in his despite the fact that he was a leader of an invading army which is what Rome Rome was in those days. He tried personally to be just in all his dealings. Again, this is what I mean about, you know, people just being, you know, and again, you know, we, we'll be talking about this thing about Christianity, this personal accountability piece. So even though he was working he, for the and serving the Roman cause, which is of world domination, you know, even in his dealings, he was just on a personal level and this is where character separates one person from being another person because some other person with that power will be a demon will be wicked will be oppressive will be evil will carry out will over will use the power to abuse and torture people 
But this man held himself accountable to himself, even though the law did not require him to. And this is where, like I said, you know people who are just decent human beings. Which is why I will never excuse people who say, you know, I mean, because it's a choice, a personal choice. Even if there's racism in your society, there's whatever it is in your society, or there's, you know, you, you have the personal choice. And this man exercised that personal choice. So he was just as a Roman centurion. And he feared God. The Bible records that he feared God and that he had good report among all the nation of the Jews. So he 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 was he was just a good guy. And everyone in you know the Jews who normally would have wanted to hate the Romans because I mean the Jews never wanted to leave. I mean Israel. I mean there was no reason for them to like people who were generally lording it over them. But this man had a good report, so I can imagine what he had been doing. Whenever cases were brought against them, he he tried to be fair in his dealings, just in his dealings. He protected the vulnerable. That is exactly why they loved him. And so God saw that and he sent one of his holy angels to go and, you know, to, to, to warn Cornelius in a dream and told him that he should go and look for the man called Peter, invite him to come into his house and let Peter minister the gospel to him. Isn't that just amazing? So when Peter heard this story, because he was summoned to the house of a centurion, normally a centurion, when he's someone to touch people's house, is for them to say they're binding him up and throwing them into jail for preaching Jesus. So he, he was like, okay, so what are you summoning me for this time around? And just to find out that it was a completely different thing. And the Jews in the area were advocating for this centurion. And then Peter then says in verse 34 to 35, he says, Peter opened his mouth and said, of a truth. I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, he that fears him, which is God, and walks righteousness, is accepted with God. And I think this is just where I would more or less, I'm not going to go much further than this, because that's it. Verse 35, in every nation, God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation on the planet, all of them, 200 territories plus nations plus territories, in every nation under the earth, under the on earth, under this, under the clouds, anyone that fears God and walks righteousness, in other words, does the things that are right in the sight of God, is accepted by God. And why this was so profound for Peter to say and express like this? Because he came from the nation of the Jews, who believed, rightly so too, that salvation was of the Jews. And they believed that they were the people of God. Rightly so, because they were the people by whom God made a covenant to bring forth his chosen savior. But he was now coming to the realization that there was a bigger picture where God was concerned. And that even though God sent his savior through Jesus, Jesus was the nation Israel was supposed to be a channel through which God was going to bless the entire world. And that the death of Christ, the sacrifice of the Lamb of God, was not for the nation of Israel alone, but for, was for everyone in every nation who fears God and walks righteousness. Says God will accept such a person. And in the same way, so God gives each and every one of us personal accountability. He's not going to say, oh, because you are Russian, you know, your president is X, therefore all of everyone who is Russian, you know what I'm, and, and yeah, he's not going to say because I'm Nigerian and, you know, my president behaves in a particular way, therefore, no, God is a God of personal accountability. He is no respecter of persons. He deals with every man based on the choices and the decisions that we make. 
he does not make any differentiation and that's what that was the realization that peter came to he realized that he wasn't going to say because these people you know he, he, he was he wasn't going to look at people and or, or tell certain people maybe you know and say oh you're better than this one or because of this you know but that if everyone his caveat is this anyone who fears god and walks righteousness god will accept him and that if it means him warning that person sending an angel to them if there are any gaps in their lives that he needs to close for him to seal that seal of righteousness he will do to them what he did for the centurion and send people to them who will help them perfect that relationship with the most high god that's that's what god is saying here and there are many other scriptures that attest to this. There are other scriptures that says, um, you know, for as many as call, on, call upon him, he will no wise cast out. There's another one that also says, um, and everyone that calls upon him, as many as call upon him shall be saved. You know, there are scriptures that just talk about that. Apart from the ones that say, ask and, you know, you shall receive. But there are, there are many that says, then there's also the one that says, draw near unto God and he will draw near unto you. God always wants us to extend, you know, that willingness first of all and then he accepts us because he's not a god that forces himself on people so he always seeks our consent you know consent first yeah so you understand that this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so all those people who don't ask for consent who don't seek consent and just take just because they have the power to do so you don't need to know that that is not of god god does not take without asking he doesn't come into your life he doesn't get into a relationship with you he doesn't initiates as in well you know what i'm saying he he seeks consent and we have to give the consent before he comes into our lives so if you have not given consent to the lord jesus christ to come into your life please ask him to come into your life right now and ask him to be your lord and your savior because god will not force himself on any one of us he doesn't do that he's not in the business of doing that and but he does ask that we should come unto him and you know and that he'll give us rest but he will wait for us to answer that call before he actually comes in so final scripture here is um that i'm reading today is hebrews 12 verse 28 and this in the new testament as well and paul was saying here now paul he said wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved let us have grace whereby we may serve god acceptably with reverence and godly fear so we see that same use of language acceptably there's an acceptable way of serving god and that's what peter referred to when he says everyone in every nation that fears God and works righteousness is accepted with him. In other words, such a person is doing what Paul described in Hebrews 12, serving God acceptably with reverence and godly faith. So we see that reverence and godly faith, the fear of God, walking righteousness leads to God accepting us. What that also means that every that God, because God is also not partial, that means that if I do not fear him, and I start doing evil things, God will not accept me. And even if perchance I was before, I was serving him acceptably, and then I changed my ways and started, you know, no longer serving him, no longer reverencing his word, and living a life that was riotous and and, and contrary to what, you know, to everything that, you know, God, God stands for, I will no longer be accepted with him. So what I see here very clearly is that God has standards and he has principles. And that's why I like him. I like the fact that God is not partial. 
there's a lot of tribalism going on right now leaders who are standing on the side of sentiment standing on the side of tribal political religious affiliations and you're a leader of all nations it is wrong it is wrong it is evil it is not of god which is why i love god because he stands on principle and i've said it in previous podcasts and i will say it again i would rather serve a god who stands on principles and will not bend the rules even for me than to serve a god or work with a leader who will 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 say one thing to favor me and say something else to disfavor others no it gives me comfort that God is not going to bend the rules for me because then I know that if I follow his rules I know I I can I I, I don't know what I'm going to get I know how he's going to benefit me I can work I can plan my life on that why do I want to follow as in God that is unstable is inconsistent is unprincipled why would I want to follow a leader who makes decisions based on sentiment on who is doing it how where, where, where is his north star what does he believe in what are his values system it is wrong when i do it but it is right when his son does it or his child does it or his brother or sister does it is that leadership that is straight from the pits of hell and that is what is what Paul is telling uh, Peter is sharing with us here is a lesson in leadership, is a lesson in life. God is no respecter of persons, he's a principled God, he has values. In every nation, he that fears him and walks righteousness is accepted with him, regardless of who he is, where he comes from, what he may have done in the past. Because he's a principled God. And that's why I serve him and I love him so much. But I I do pray. That God will give us in our nations with leaders who will also not be respectful persons and they will stand for what is true, for what is right, for what is just so that they can be an example that others may seek to follow for we cannot run this world sustainably on sentiment, on tribal affiliation biological relationships or friendships it has to be run by values it has to be run by pims principles it has to be run by systems that are that are that are not that are not biased against people who are disadvantaged vulnerable or anyone it has to be equal to all and fair to all and that is my prayer for my nation nigeria extension prayer for the nations of the world as represented by everyone that is listening to this episode at this time so thank you for joining um god bless you stay lifted have a wonderful day in jesus name